Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again for this Monday Mailbag Podcast is Shay Dixon. Shay, how are you? November 21st, what about four days from Thanksgiving? Are you excited? Oh, rocking. Yes. Staying here, not traveling for Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, I'm good to go on that front. Are you going home to all the way to San Antonio? That's the plan. That's the plan. Okay. The plans can plans can change, but the plan is to go to San Antonio and then go to Texas A&M for the game and then come Boom. back. So get the whole experience there. Um, but yeah, we got uh, a lot of podcasts. We're doing this a little later, so we got to maybe hurt, go through a little faster with Kelly Presser at yeah, we, we have not right. We have not talked to Brian Kelly today. So some of these answers m- might come with more clarity once we talk to Kelly, but we'll catch I up think, on that on a later yeah, I think pod. We should be good on the most of them. Um, all right, you want to get into it? Let's get it. Um, all right, question one is a sat question. Bourbon and Cheerios. Does Jaden Daniels hit 3,000 passing yards? Hashtag Jaden for Heisman. I pulled the stats. Pull up the stats. Thoughts, thoughts. He's 2,377, right? Uh, with three games left. So AM, Georgia, and then bowl game slash playoff game. Um, you anticipate Georgia, him not being I mean, I would just, you know, assume he's not gonna pass for three hundred plus yards there. And well, this would be well, that's three games, right? So that'd be like two hundred and five or six yards a game. Yeah, about maybe, a little over two hundred. A, a little over two hundred a game. I mean I think it's possible. I think it's definitely possible. Depending on who they get in the bowl game, uh, you know, I would anticipate something around 250 to 300 this week against AM. And then if he has a good game, 200 against Georgia, and then puts, sets you up nicely for that third one. So, yeah, I think 3,000 is a pretty reasonable number. I would take the over in that at this moment. I will say the same. I don't think – I think he'll hit that. I think he'll have another big game that puts a good chunk of that out of the way um, like he did this past weekend. Maybe not, you know. Yeah. There's been a few games where he's hit 300, you know, in that upper 200, 300 range. I think it'll be interesting to see if he gets to 1,000 rushing yards, which he's over 700. So, he's popping 80, 90 off a game. If he's a 3,000-yard pass or 1,000-yard rusher, that is a hell yeah. of a season. Yeah. Um, We don't know. We're moving quickly. We actually don't have a ton of questions. Some people got theirs deleted because they asked recruiting questions on a non-recruiting pod, which Matthew uh, keeps the rules strict here. I recruited. Um, I deleted like 
seven questions. <laughs> seven so you're points. wondering why your question didn't get answered. Matthew deleted get it. Cut. He'll make me and Billy talk about it on the recruiting pod. Um, who do you like in the World Cup? Are you you watching any soccer? Yeah. You watch everything. Yeah, I watch everything. Um, yeah, I have a lot of soccer friends from San Antonio High School. I had a lot of soccer people, so I stay in touch with them. Uh, so we do a big pool where we fill out the bracket. Uh, I had okay. Brazil. I had Brazil winning it, which I know is the basic okay. pick. I think they were the favorite or second. So Brazil favorite. is the favorite. Uh, France second, Argentina third, England fourth, which we're recording this. England already won today. Mm-hmm. Spain fifth, Germany sixth, Belgium after that. Um, yeah, I took Brazil. I'll go France. Okay, you know, you know, Conte's not playing, right? Bel- and Belgium sleeper. Don't Conte worry and Pogba me. aren't playing, man. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I'm going France, but I also think – and it looked Argentina in the final messy years could be interesting, but Germany, Belgium are my sne- sneaky picks there. Okay. I got Germany going kind of far too. If you okay. want to make some, some bit World off Cup me knowing nothing about it. Yep, that'll be it for it. Uh, vanilla ice cream. We do have some Thanksgiving questions, Maddie B. Vanilla okay. ice cream or whipped cream with your pie? I would, I'm vanilla ice cream for sure. No hesitation. I'm, I'm good either way. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with ice cream. Going with a little yeah. both. Yeah, I'd probably go ice cream, but yeah, I'm good either way. Can't go okay. wrong. Can't go wrong. Um, shout out to USC for getting their first win over a ranked Southern Cal over a ranked team in the third week of November. Actually, I wonder if South Carolina has more than one win over a ranked team. Could that go both ways? But he's talking about USC, top yeah. the Trojans, top five materials. So, let me scroll down here. I, I think the overarching another, question Someone is, else asked this. Grape Swisha said, can we get a top six power rating from y'all? So let's answer these both at once. Number one, Georgia. These are the poll rankings right now. We'll see how the college football playoff rankings look, which are the only ones that matter. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, who hung on for dear life. A couple of these teams did, uh, but no one like them. So, and Michigan did, too. Uh, Southern Cal, which jumped LSU. LSU stays at six. We want our reactions. Basically, is this agreeing? Do you agree LSU's at six? And then Grape Swish wants a power ranking. So let's um, move past one. Georgia's one. Now let's go. Yeah, I'm I'm good with I mean obviously I think Ohio State at two is good, even though everybody struggled this week. Ohio State at two is good. Um Michigan, I can't see them beating Ohio State, so I think that'll take care of itself, but they are undefeated at this point. Obviously, just really struggled with Illinois this past week. Um, and so after that, TCU, you know, same thing. They're undefeated. They've escaped. <laughs> they've escaped a lot of losses this year. And then USC being the main one here. They The, the win over UCLA is impressive. I'll give them that. Uh, and they have one loss. I think it – I think my whole thing is that this is all going to sort itself out to a degree, right? If USC wins out and they beat Notre Dame and then Oregon in the championship, I think they're in, or I, I think they're in if TCU loses, right? If TCU wins out, then they're in um, Michigan. If they lose to Ohio state this weekend, I, I can't, their resume is not strong enough to me. I think TCU and USC would pass them up um, and LSU. I think all three of those would pass them up. And so that would eliminate them. And then LSU would need one of TCU or um, USC to lose at that point. If we're talking playoffs, obviously that's not the question exactly being asked, but for playoff implications, that's how I'm looking at it. Okay. I like your top two. I'll do. And I agree with your playoff stuff. And look, LSU, if you really want to talk playoffs for LSU, win out, 
that's it. Obviously, that's the only route, and then the rest handles itself, as you noted. In terms of the playoffs and this power ranking um, that Grape Swisher wants, this weekend will tell us plenty with Ohio State-Michigan. I don't think – I'm not buying Michigan. Like, I, I'm not buying Michigan. I don't think they've played a tough schedule at all. They haven't played a tough schedule. Again, we'll see this weekend with Ohio State. I would. I actually think TCU, LSU. I think TCU and USC are better than Michigan, and I, I would. I think LSU could beat Michigan as well. So, there's something to be said about winning close games. That's something LSU's done plenty of this year. So TCU gets that nod. Michigan gets that nod, even though they're not playing great teams. And I don't think you should sleep. I know USC is who everyone's talking about right now because they jumped them, and you know, look, they have one loss. They lost by a point to Utah. And I think there is a feeling that the Pac-12 is probably the second best conference behind the SEC this year. It's a, so. it's a solid, yeah. It's been a really good year for the SEC for the the Pac-12. Um, but yeah, um, I would drop Michigan pretty. Far. I mean, like I think Alabama's better than Michigan, to be yeah. to be frank. So, oh, hundred percent, I agree too. I think there are a number of teams that are. Um, and again, if they lose to Ohio State this weekend, they're pretty much out of sight, out of mind in terms of the playoff yeah. discussion in my mind. Um, JWP odds Jaden comes back for a fifth year. I, I think, think high. high. Yeah. Unless yeah, he goes I... on some massive tear that pushes him up draft boards. The only reason to leave if you were, I, in my opinion, if you have NFL aspirations would be if you were projected to be like a top 50 pick. And I'm yeah, not I was sure gonna say round two or round three. That, you know, okay. It's so like top 70. So not, I don't think so. I think he could improve that. If, the, if that's his true goal to play in the NFL, I think he would improve his stock more coming back. I agree. And I, I think, you know, he'll be covered from an NIL perspective. I think uh, he'll be fine there. And yeah, I, I, I don't think sense he's... he's in a rush to be done. You, you know agree. what I mean? Like, I think he just went through three years at Arizona State. One was a COVID shortened season where they only played like five games mm-hmm. uh, in the Pac 12 that year, as opposed to everyone else getting like 10. So I think he's now experiencing like a new college experience and he's already graduated from Arizona state in three years. So it's kind of been kind of a yeah. fun, I think it's been a fun transition for him. I think he sees he can still grow his game a good bit. Yeah. Uh, and coming into the year, I would have said the opposite. I would have said he's looking just to get out after this year. I, I would have said he's looking to, he came to LSU with the goal of getting to the NFL in one year after seeing how this year has unfolded and how he's progressed i think there's a very high chance he comes back next year all right now in agreement go 63 if lsu beats a&m but loses to georgia are they a lock for a new year's six bowl this is an interesting discussion i don't i'd have to look at what all the tie-ins for new year's six bowl like what they have to choose in terms of like highest ranked sec team but a tenant a hidden hookerless tennessee in my opinion Hell, they play Vandy this weekend. Who even knows how that my, one will go? Vandy's my question hot. is, my question is, if LSU loses to Georgia, are they still ranked higher than Alabama? Well, that's the question, right? Is that if they have to choose the, do they have to choose the highest ranked SEC team if you're the Sugar Bowl or whatever it might be? Yeah. Um, I know there's at large games, Cotton Bowls, two at large teams. So I mean, they can choose whoever they want. I believe yeah. um, Sugar has an SEC tie-in. But yeah, that will be interesting. Does if LSU gets does LSU get penalized? Well, you dropped to three losses, but are you penalized for that third loss for a game that Bama wasn't eligible to play in? Yeah, that's interesting. Typically, <laughs> typically it seems 
as history has shown that the rankings team will protect a bit teams that play in a conference, certainly the SEC conference championship mm-hmm. and lose that you, you don't go plummeting. Yeah. That's and an you'd be losing to the number one team. Yeah. That's a good question. It's a good question. But I, don't I still think it's, I still think it's sugar or cotton for LSU. Okay. So you think it is a lock most likely? I think most likely. Okay. Yeah. I, I think Tennessee losing makes it quite interesting, right? Because they could be the odd man out with two losses yeah. now. Like even if LSU drops to three, do they go behind a hooker? Hooker's out for the year with an ACL, unfortunately. You know, is that isn't it? You know, if Cotton Bowl's at large teams, what's more appealing, exactly. LSU or Tennessee without Hinton Hooker? Exactly. And again, if Tennessee loses to Vandy somehow, which Vandy has reeled off two SEC wins in a row, including beating Florida this past weekend, without their starting quarterback, that would completely erase them from the discussion. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Now, um, Trent0521, Shea the Power. When is Perk 40 getting the six star? Everyone's, they want the six star, Matty B. Harold Perkins being a five star, not enough. You need the five star plus. That's right. He needs the five-star plus when you're ranked a five-star by everybody. That's what that is. Um, RHCP 93, do we expect Derek Davis Jr. to get more carries at running back with Goodwin out for the year? And then the Emory fumbles. Thoughts, Matty B, your man coming off the bench at safety into running back because they were without Josh Mm. Williams, who was just banged up for the game. He's their starter. Armani Goodwin, as he noted, is out for the year now with an injury. Brian Kelly confirmed. So you're down to Noah Kane and John Emery as your scholarship running backs, and then you get Josh Williams back. Is three enough? Still, yeah, Davis I, I don't going to be getting run. I don't think I don't think we see Davis very much I th- with Williams back. I think Williams um, will get, like I said before, seventy percent of the snaps, and then hey, they trust Kane. That's yeah. evident. And then Kane will get, I think, the rest. I think it'll just be a one-two punch from from here on out. Man, I'm a real dummy because I said before the year, I really thought Emory and Armani Goodwin would carry the running back room, and um, it's quite the opposite. It's Josh well, Williams is their best player, and Noah Kane's their touchdown scorer. Yeah, but if you asked, but if you looked at like who the guys are that are the most like game changing type of players, you would say Goodwin and Emory, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, Josh, again, taking nothing away from Josh Williams, he is incredibly solid, but he's not, I, Personally, don't think he is the explosive playmaker that Armani Goodwin is or John Emery is. And Goodwin's hurt. Emery's fumbling. So here we are. Yeah. And and look, Joshua Williams does some things that those two can't do. So Yes, for sure. I um I don't Hold know. I'm ball. with you there. I don't think Derek Davis is going to get a lot of run. But, hey, he showed some pop there. Maybe he does. Maybe I'm wrong. Brian Kelly will get asked about that, I am sure, on Monday. <laughs> um, so we'll figure that out. Um, there's some recruiting questions in here, guys, LSU alignment, others. I'll, the second part of RHCP 93's question, we'll get on some of these in the recruiting. Damn, I forgot to delete them. I missed that. Uh, yeah, T, go ahead. Um, T-Bass 82, two-parter here. Well, the second part will go first. Is cranberry sauce the worst Thanksgiving side dish? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that was no, great. Never, Absolutely. Yeah, Don't even never get on the that table. Again. Don't need it. Um, it's too early to have these discussions, but what do you think about – do you think Matt House will be here next year? I do think Matt House sticks around another year. Um, I mean, he just left the NFL. He's a D.C. at the college level. I don't know if he's trying to be a head coach right now, so unless you're getting like an NFL D.C. job, I'm not sure what movement you want to make. He just moved his family down here and bought a house, all that kind of stuff. 
I understand the nature of the game, but he gets paid a lot of money to be a college GC. Um, so I think he'll be here. And I think it shows once again, Matty B that Brian Kelly knows if there's one position, Brian Kelly can hire. It's a defensive coordinator yeah. from Marcus Freeman to Clark Lee to uh, we've talked about this on the pod a number of times, but um, who is it? A&M Elko. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had a run of now Matt house yep. of hitting on defensive coordinators and not just solid D coordinators, like dudes who are super elite and go on to be, you know, head coaches and stuff like that. So I think you'll yep. be good in the post Matt house era, but I also don't think it'll end this year. I don't think so. Either. I think you make all the points. He came back this year. He came back from the NFL. He's not going to the NFL again. I assume um he's not going back unless he got like a dc job exactly then, that's what I'm does nfl dc pay more than what lsu pays their dcs i'd have to look that up yeah and he he, he did part of the reason he did come back also was because of the whole <clears throat> the, the teaching aspect i remember listening to him before it's just like the whole teaching aspect of helping these kids grow a little bit more and having you know more control of your players and so on and so forth it's not as much of a business so um i, I think he'll be here for another year and then after that we'll you got to ride that Harold Perkins train exactly can't you be going exactly. on that exactly um, five tigers asked about the world cup too we got that win who wins we got that one in why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with Royal Caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America you don't just go for a road trip you ATV and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Um, go, go 63. If they get the chance, do you think LSU tries to run it up on the Aggies for playoff committee style points? I just think they run their game plan. I mean, if they keep scoring, they keep scoring. But again, I think this will be the spread on this game is not even 10 points. Think it'll be a close game. Actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, you better hope you're in a position to run it up. Then you can. Yeah, be in a position to run it up. I mean, they didn't even take Jaden Daniels out until the last two, three possessions of the game against UAB. So I don't think they go into any game saying well, no. Yeah, they don't go into any game saying, "All right, let's go up at halftime and get Jaden Daniels out of the game." Like if they would have thought that, they would have done that against UAB. They clearly are just going to keep. Their starters out there keep running it for as long as they can, and if they're up three scores with five minutes left, then, yeah, they'll take them out. Here's the thing. They could beat AM 50 to nothing, and I'm not sure the playoff committees would be like, that's super impressive. You still need – yeah, exactly. exactly after, <laughs> I mean, let's yeah. let's be real. They've won four games, yeah. um, and they've had everybody out. Uh, Go 63 also asked, any chance the transfer portal flu leaves AM shorthanded for this game? See, here's there's another thing that if it happens again to them, I don't think – you can win by a lot. You just need to win. That's the only goal for LSU. But even if you win by a lot, how impressive is it? They barely beat UMass this past weekend. Their list of guys who actually, they do have a lot of people out with the flu. Kayshawn was out with the flu. Uh, they yeah. battled that two weeks in a row. Then they've got guys who've been suspended. And, you know, we, we all know the storylines. Point being, they have a lot of guys out. I do think that will be something to really monitor this week of how many guys come back for that final game. How many guys sit? It's senior night, so you would anticipate all those guys are uh, still rocking and rolling, Damani Richardson and all them. So they'll have some guys. But I do want to see kind of who's been missing that ends up playing this weekend. Yeah. Um, Mr. Haver, uh, who's popular in the chats, 
Um, Harold Perkins is a monster. It makes me think about how five stars have gone for LSU. I was trying to think how the last few have gone. Do we have an unlucky hit rate on five stars or par for the course? Stingley was a consensus. Chase was on one service as a five star. The rest underwhelmed or transferred. Um, okay. I, I'll answer this one, and I already know. Yeah, I've go got, ahead. I've got I'm, I'm thinking. Here's your five stars. Um, really, let's just say over the past 10 years, and I can run down this list pretty quickly with how they panned out. Mason Smith, Beast. Savion Smith, uh, or excuse me, Savion Jones, which people don't realize was a five-star on, on three. He looks very promising right now. Uh, Eric Gilbert at tight end didn't work out, transfers, and actually hasn't worked out for anyone. Uh, Eli Ricks at corner goes to Bama. He was good here. He was part of that COVID team. And then uh, the year after when they were kind of in some struggle times, um, and he didn't play great against LSU, obviously, but he's had a couple good games at Bama. I think he'll still get onto an NFL team. Um, maybe not a true five-star showing across college, but a very good player. Uh, Butte, five-star. He's very good. I think he will be a first-round draft pick. Um, Stingley, five-star. Yep. I mean, top three pick. Uh, Emery, who we've already discussed on the pod. I think that's kind of plays into why you have frustrations with the fumbling and not seeing him emerge. He was the number one running back in the country. Uh, Marcel Brooks, who went to TCU. Um, he's just a great athlete and, just didn't work out for him. Didn't at LSU was kind of hopping positions and ended up going back home. Uh, Terrace Marshall and Jamar Chase, who he mentioned, were five stars. You won natties with those guys. Marshall was a second round pick. Obviously, Chase top five. Uh, Jacoby Stevens, a five star, and that's probably one where you think, okay, he stayed for five years. He wasn't like a first or second round draft pick, so you didn't necessarily hit on that five star there. Uh, Christian Fulton, I would say, close to hit second round pick who. Played a hell of yep. a lot of good football for LSU and does the same in the NFL. Uh, Richard Lawrence and Ed Alexander, Kevin Tolliver were all five stars in a class. I would say none of those really hit for you. Tolliver was a solid corner for him. Plays in the NFL. Richard Lawrence plays in the NFL, but um, was more of a program guy and just gives you a ton of starts. And Ed Alexander just it didn't seem to ever really turn that corner consistently. Uh, Tyron Johnson was a five-star. He's one that transferred and went to Oklahoma State and landed in the NFL. But late, I would say he did not hit on that. Then the last three were 10 years ago. Fournette, Malachi Dupre, and Jamal Adams. And Fournette for sure hit on it. Jamal Adams for sure hit on it. Malachi would definitely be into that group of uh, – you kind of wish you would have seen more from him across college. But I'd say they have a lot of hits, yeah. actually. Yeah, and, and a lot of those – the ones that don't hit – I mean, I don't want to generalize, but a lot of ones, the ones that don't hit are like, you know, didn't work out. I don't even know because of like football reasons. Some of them either transferred or maybe uh, just didn't work out. I mean, Eric Gilbert, geez, when you, man, he yeah, first year. That's when you wish we would have got to see how things could have gone Oof. for him. He's just, and really, yeah. whether it be here at Georgia, just haven't yeah. seen it happen. So hope he, hope he can get it together because, man, he was great 2020. Um, yeah, so I'd say they have not bad. And now they have th on, on three, they have three five stars right now. Rankings were updated today. Zalons Hurd and Shelton St Sampson mm. remained five stars, and Deshaun Womack, their edge rusher, the heir apparent to be Joe Gilari in a sense, um, uh, was moved up to a five star on, on three. So good news for those guys. So good. Um, so good. all right, we'll move quick here to close out. We got a few more Cajun Tiger. What player on offense and defense do you feel is the greatest improvement since week one? Um, and then he asks about the long return about UAB and poor special teams play. Was that just an aberration? He had felt better about special teams, and now all of a sudden you pause again. 
let's answer that one quickly. I mean, they also had penalties on special teams. They've kicked yeah. the ball out of bounds on kickoff on special teams. So I'm not on – they missed an extra point on special teams. So I'm <laughs> yeah. not completely off the special teams' turn-to-corner thing. But offense and defense, best player from week one to now. I think we – I think offense is very clear what the answer is. But it's almost unfair to say it, but it's Shane Daniels. Yes. But he was their best player in week one. He was the reason that they were still in that game in week one. Yeah, so, but he's he's but definitely I the one that's improved the most. Improved. He's definitely um, improved the most. Uh, who else? I mean, uh, who else could even be in that? I mean, conversation? Perkins on defense from special teams to full time starter from week one to now. Um, Converse has played. You know, some yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say like late a, in the year. I will say the corners. I feel like have gotten. A lot better early in the year. I mean, Jordan Travis had a really, really good game against them week one. Um, and, you know, Bernard Converse, I thought, has gotten a lot better as the season gone on. Garner uh, has been consistently better. They stopped playing Colby Richardson. You know, he struggled. But, um, you know, those two and Ma- Michael Baskerville, you know, throw throw him in Greg, there. And then... Greg Penn's putting himself into that conversation yeah. in a sense. Yeah. For sure. Uh, um, yeah. There's some guys. Yeah, offensively, uh, outside of Daniels, Will Campbell. Yeah, he, you have to probably one of the yeah Will Campbell, someone who's which, started his I mean, first game ever and is now pretty reliable for you. Charles Turner's been pretty consistently good this Mason year. Mason Taylor. Say. Yeah, Mason Taylor. Um, yeah, yeah, Charles Turner is a good one at center. So yeah, a lot of good improvement there. Uh, Neo Venator, Neo Venator, I think. Uh, who are the guys on the commit list that could have big impacts next year, either because they're too good to keep off the field or just necessity? Um, we'll do a little projection like he asked maybe on the recruiting pod of how many guys. But we've talked about Womack a lot, and he just got his fifth star. I think that's a good answer. You're, stud. He's a you're stud. You're losing B.J. Ojolari most likely. Um, so you need yeah. someone to be that next guy up. Savion Jones has been playing with his hand in the dirt a good bit too. So, yeah. you know, he could fill in – while also playing a guy like Womack at the edge. So I think that's a – Womack could be one for sure. Yeah, I mean, I you look at the top – everyone's kind of settled on. Yeah, you look at like the top three guys, Samson, Womack, and Hurd. I mean, can't really go wrong if you pick one of those three, I don't think. Um, right. The rest will either have to prove it or they'll step into a room that's kind of more crowded, I think. So, yeah, uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, definitely that's more of a signing day type thing because, you know, We'll get there on Sunday. We'll have plenty of talk about that. No doubt. Uh, Mr. Virgo, who do you think team MVP is so far? I think it's a runaway. I think it's Jane Daniels. It has to be Jane Daniels. Where would you be right now if you didn't have a guy that was rushing for, that's maybe throwing for 3,000 and rushing for 1,000 and leading you in touchdowns? He leads you in passing, rushing touchdowns. It's not close. That's the yeah, most it's, valuable player. By it's far. not close. And, you know, I think I saw a tweet. I think it was like week one or two. It's like, you know, Jaden Daniels, wherever he goes, the offense becomes him to a degree. And that that can be very true. But a lot of that is because he can be the most productive on the field at his peak, at his best. He can be the best player on the field and win you games like Alabama can win you games like we've seen throughout this year. Single almost not single handedly, but, you know he can have a huge, huge impact because of his dual threat ability. So yeah, it's, it's him. All right. Now two more, two more. That's it. Neo Venator asked them both. 
What are things A&M will try to exploit to keep the game close with LSU? My answer here, and you can expound on it if you want, I think you're going to say similar, would have to be a defensive approach because I think that's probably the only thing a and good at now. And it would be to try to mirror whatever mm-hmm. Auburn and Arkansas did, maybe most notably Arkansas, because they actually do have a good front seven at A&M that can mm-hmm. get after the quarterback. So the, is the answer just pressure Jaden Daniels? Is that the approach? I, I think so. I mean, you have to make him uncomfortable, which the, the Arkansas game was such an anomaly to me at, in a couple of different ways. But yeah, you have to make him uncomfortable. You have to be able to take away the the short stuff to get him that gets him in a rhythm, and then ultimately you need them to play to make turn to, to turn the ball over. And I don't think LSU is going to turn the ball over uh, after that Arkansas game. I feel like that's been drilled into their head. They're going to be they're going to be sharp. I'm really not worried from an LSU perspective uh, that you know AM can really hurt them. Uh, has Devon A. Chain played the past couple games? I have not. Wa- I didn't he watch. He not. I think he. Oh yeah, I didn't watch the UMass, but he didn't play the week prior. Obviously, they played Auburn the week before, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, he's a massive piece. Best player on offense, obviously. Yeah, he hasn't right? played. One of the best players on the team. Yeah, hasn't played the last two weeks. So. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be how to answer it. Um, be interesting to watch that one again. I want to see how many of these guys who've been sitting out are going to be back. Um, last one is. LSU too dependent on Jaden Daniels running the football. They ran the ball a lot against UAB with him, which I thought was interesting. I don't, I don't think they're too dependent on him running the football specifically because I feel like they need him to run the football within what Mike Denbrook wants to do uh, to keep the defense honest, to keep the pass rushers honest, uh, to help the offensive line. In a lot of instances, they need him to to run the ball by design. I, I don't think it's too much. I like I I think I said after the UAB game I didn't feel like they needed him to do that much in the UAB game because he took some hits and that wasn't great you know against A and M we'll see how the score ends up looking but whether how much they want to run him in that game is up for debate but against Georgia against Georgia you need him to be a threat running the ball on every single play every single play the defense has to account for him running the football so. Yeah. I, I think that I, no, there's, there's not too much running against Georgia unless if we go back to week one to where he was literally not looking past the first receiver and the offensive line was crumbling around him. Like if all else goes wrong, then yes, there is a circum a situation where he does run too much, but if it's going by design, he needs to be a threat on every play. Yep. I'm in complete agreement with everything you just said. I think that they're using him just enough and, um, look, they're using him even more now on the back end with a lot of these designed runs, as you noted, this past month. So that is going nowhere. All right. We're done. All That's right. It. All right. Get us out of here. We got BK in 50 minutes, so we can head on over there and um, get all that gun- done. The Subscribe to the Bengal Tiger if you're not already. Check out the site. The hat. Still running. Every day. Every day I will plug this hat um, to anybody who is listening. So yeah, get the hat. One dollar for a year, still going. Again, we hit our um, we hit our goal, a target goal we had for subscriptions, and we're surpassing that now. Every day, it's going up. We appreciate all of the support. Uh, we appreciate the support on the YouTube as well. That is growing exponentially almost at this point. So continue to um, share with friends, leave a like, comment, and subscribe if you are not already. We really appreciate all that. So for Shay Dixon, I'm Matthew Bruni, and we will talk to y'all later. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.